Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Hi, Tom and Cecil. It's Bram Todd from Richmond, Virginia. So I was coming through the back catalog the other day, and I landed on episode 279, where it was Brian Fisher talking about the vapor canopy that allowed the Thuzalus to live to 960-plus you know, years old. And I was a born-again Christian for a very long time. I was evangelical. I bought, I bought right in because I didn't know any better. And one of the apologetics that they put on us was that, you know, <laughs> that back in the day, you know, there weren't preservatives in food and there wasn't pollution. So people were able to live longer. And I just wanted to say, um, despite what happened with, with uh, King Dipshit becoming our president-elect, you guys always make me smile and you never fail. So, you know, glory hole. Hey, Tom and Cecil. My name is Marie. I'm from California. I'm a longtime listener. I just wanted to say that the past two episodes, you guys have been absolutely hilarious. Um, the reason I called is Cecil, your impassioned reading of Donald Trump's tweet about Hamilton and about how the theater needs to be a safe and special place. I was dying laughing, and I never actually LOL. So great, jo- uh, great job, guys. Keep up the good work. Bye. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 328. Cecil is just shaking his head. He's already just, he's over there. He's over there already doing this little, like, back and forth, like, no, why? You just read, like, the first couple lines of his story, and you're just like, what the fuck is happening? I, we are, we are, I mean, again, it's skeptical, it's political, so we are going to have some political stories, we also have some very not political stories, so we got some feedback from some of you that say, hey, we really love the political stuff that you guys are doing, we got some feedback that says, we really don't love the political stuff you guys are doing, It's in the intro. And it's always been. So, and it's never you know, not been yeah, the case. it's never right? not been there. So we are going to talk about uh, this first story comes from the New York Daily News. Um, the alt-right movement goes full Nazi as Steve Bannon prepares to enter the White House. Now, Steve Bannon was recently appointed as the chief strategist for Trump. Street's chief strategist. What were we playing? Axis and allies? <laughs> so we're doing <laughs> He's, he's, he's trying to negotiate with uh, on Civ. Like it's just he shows up. And you're just like, do I do I have to pay you tribute? Yeah, like, okay, all work? right, fine. We'll just go with fascism then. Right. We'll For- just choose that as our culture. <laughs> we'll just go with fascism, religious fascism. How's that? Maybe that's how this all happened. Maybe maybe that none of this is really happening. Maybe it's still four thirty in the morning, 
and like we're all just bleary eyed sharing the same dream and they're just like one more turn <laughs> Just one one more, more turn. Uh, see, my city's. This one's about fucking necropolis over here. Yeah, no the kidding. city of the dead that we're all gonna live in now. <laughs> it's about to level up. I don't know how many settlers I can build. Yeah. I don't know how many, but I'm gonna need as many as possible to get the fuck out of here. That was the only video game joke I could make. I know. That's the only game I've ever played. <laughs> and it wasn't even that good. <laughs> I like Sim. Oh, the joke. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was talking about. I know. Sim's an amazing game. I know. The joke was <laughs> yeah. shit. Oh. So, um, so this fucking guy, Steve yeah. Bannon. Let's talk a little bit about Steve Bannon. Steve- I want to talk real quick, though. Let's rewind for a second. All right. I want to talk about this article from The Atlantic, and I'll put it in the notes. The article's Hail Trump, White Nationalists Salute the President-Elect. And what happened was is at this at this white nationalist rally that just happened uh, in Washington D.C. in a government building, they had a uh, uh, this this guy by the name of Richard Spencer who has been banished from Twitter. Uh, he recently got banished, and uh, now granted, it's only two hundred people, right? There's only two hundred people. Why here, are there two hundred right? people? No, but no, but no. But I know you say only, but only two hundred like, people, ugh. right? You're in the mid, but here's here's what I don't what I don't get right. My whole life, up until two weeks ago, mm-hmm. every racist, every Nazi, is somebody who just got out of prison, right? Somebody who is you know some asshole who's waving a flag. You know, once in a while, you'll get somebody who's like you know, a kind of quasi-normal people, but normally they're just face tattoo people, right? Yeah, right. Where you're yeah, just like, right. you're just a garbage person. You have nothing. Like, you're just like, like, you're just, yeah. you're just a, re- you're just a rejection of everything. Open racist. Yeah, open racist. Open racist, Open racist. Right? And I'm not going to say there haven't been racists. Right. That, no, no. I think, I think you're right. I have to clarify my language here. Open racist, since I've been a young man, yeah. since I've been a baby, right, have been... The worst skinheads. of the worst. They're skinheads, right? Yeah. They're garbage people. Right. Like you see them and you're just like, you're an awful human being yeah. and you exude awful because I can see it on you. I can see you're not afraid of it, but right. I also can see it on you. You're, they're, they're proud of their horrifyingness, right? And they're easy to dismiss sure. because they're in small numbers. Yeah. And they broadcast who they are. Yeah. And everybody sees them as, like you said, they're just garbage human beings. Yeah. It's like, Nobody cares. You yeah. don't need, like you have you have a fucking meaningless shitty job yeah. and a meaningless shitty existence yeah, surrounded no job by meaningless like, shitty people. Fucking you're reporting your parole officer or whatever right. you're doing yeah. with your life. You're, like, yeah, you're, you're literally a, worthless. You're, you're just you're going to die being. of a fucking meth addiction before you're 35. You're a terrible human being. You're just Nobody fucking cares. you're just advertising. Right, right. You're the kind of person that rolls over on a baby in their sleep. Yeah, like that's like what purposefully. You're. Right, yeah. <laughs> but like like you see this what 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 alarms the shit out of me. Is that there's a room full of suits? Yeah, I know. these are a room full of suits. These are people who have, who have been racist for a long time, but now what's changed for them to be able to st- get pictures taken of them with their hand raised in the air in a, in a Sieg Heil salute? What's changed? Yeah. Well, let me make it worse. It's worse than that. I'm going to make it worse than that, Cecil. Seventy years ago. These same motherfuckers at least had the good graces to don a shameful fucking hood, yeah. right? And right. hide, who, and they hide were. who they were. 70 years ago, yeah. these motherfuckers knew that this was repugnant enough to hide their face from the world yeah. because this is awful, yeah. because this is repellent, disgusting, 
reprehensible behavior. Now they don't even have, they don't even the, have a hood the, the, the the grace yeah. to hide themselves yeah. because they can come out into the world as an open racist. Think think about building an openly racist society. What I'm what or accepting it. And the thing is, is like, yeah, that's it. It's like I'm not saying that 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 we're that Trump is doing that, right? Yep. But there is something that's happened in the past couple weeks that has allowed this to happen. Now, I know what people are going to tell me, right? If you're a Trump supporter, what you're going to say is, well, now you're just reporting it. It's always been happening. Or now the media is focusing on it. But I've never heard of one happening in D.C. I've never heard of like a— At the Ronald Reagan like, like, building? Like a racist fucking little meetup that has happened at <laughs> that D.C. You know what I mean? Well, like fucking— You know, and, I, and I, let, so let me counterpoint that a little bit. Racist con or whatever. <laughs> Neocon. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's great. The counterpoint to that would be that there's always been, you know, the KKK has, has had rallies. Sure. And they've organized and they've done these things. But that's the KKK, right? Like you said, these are these are garbage people. And like I was referring to before, like for the most part, they were either the the, the degenerates that you knew were degenerates, right? That you were they were easy to dismiss because they're just, you know, they're fucking picking cans out of the yeah, garbage. They're, they're, you're marching on your trailer park. Right. Like, who, like, cares? who cares? Light who on cares? fire. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares right? about you. Or they're wearing their fucking hoodie hood, right? right? Because they know that they should be ashamed of this behavior. This is a confluence of terrifying events, right? Yeah. This is this is people who appear to have, you know, some wealth and wealth. Let's not let's not pretend otherwise. Wealth is power. Yeah. Do not ever pretend otherwise. Yeah. Money is power. That's why people want it. Yeah. Right. So these are people who appear to have some level of significant wealth, which means they have some level of social standing and power, and they're not afraid to be openly racist. And what he says when he says this, he says, "Hail Trump." Hail our people, hail victory, and then he does a Nazi salute from the stage, and people mirror the Nazi salute back to him. And this is an entire room full of white men, and then there's, there's pictures of them afterwards at other places, at uh, Maggiano's in fucking D.C., where there, there's three people doing the doing Heil, Heil Hitler salute. Hitler salute. And they got a picture taken, and it's like... You like, can't pretend that's not racist! Like, we can't, we can't pretend it's not racist, we can't pretend it's not... It's not repugnant. We can't pretend that those people don't support Trump. Like, we can't pretend any of that stuff. And I know what people are going to come back with. If, if you're a Trump supporter, again, the other thing you come back with is, well, Hillary's a racist because one time she kissed a racist on the cheek and here's a fucking picture of it or whatever. Or you can't control your support. Or you right? can't, you yeah, can't well, control who that's, supports Well, that's you. one thing. But I'm, gonna, right. I, I didn't, I'm not even going to get into that right okay. yet. Hillary's not in the race anymore. So, you know, when we say Trump's a liar— and it, it's demonstrable that he's a liar. Don't come back with, well, Hillary's a liar. Because that's a garbage. Who cares? It's a stupid argument. Hillary's not in power. So it doesn't matter, right? It, it, none of that stuff matters anymore. What matters is, is that he's the president. And if he's a liar, if he's inciting racist, if he's doing this stuff, you've got to contend with that. You can't just go back to Hillary now. She's not raining, running against him yeah, anymore. That ship has sailed, it's right? Done. It's, it's over. over. That yeah, argument's right. over. And and I and I'll, I'll counter my my previous objection because I, I know we're going to hear it right. You can't control you can't control who supports you, right? But if Trump appoints people to his to positions of power, 
that are demonstrably racist. Yeah, or at like least Steve yeah, Bannon. like Steve Bannon, right? That's right? We're rolling this back to Steve then Bannon. Then you don't get to distance yourself yeah. anymore from those supporters, right? Yeah. So you no longer get to have the credibility of distance, right? So if somebody says, and because I would want that, yeah. if out there somebody listening to my voice is like, I really like Tom, and it turns out they're a fucking awful person, right? Yeah. I'd be like, well, fucking, I have nothing to do with that. I have yeah, nothing sure. to do with that. Yeah. But if I hire that person and then befriend that person, and then I know everything about what that person stands for, and they're busy building an organization yeah. that's built on hate, and I fucking know it, yeah. and I'm still like, yeah, I'm down with that guy. Yeah. Well, then the distance is fucking gone. It's evaporated. Poof. It's yeah. not there anymore. Yeah, I mean, if fucking... If if Megan was a fucking neo Nazi, which she may be, we're going to is, meet her. She is. She said she wasn't she, in the interview. I've seen all her Facebook pictures; they're all swastikas. That's that's eyebrow makeup. She's like a swastik cholo. She's a good, like a like a cholistica. I don't cholistica. know if that's a thing. That is a thing you just made up. No, but like like that would be great to see somebody cholified with swastikas. swastikas It'd be so confusing. So we have. A guy who's popularized the term alt-right by the name of Spencer, and now we have the alt-right movement. Bannon has created a place and openly bragged that he has said that this is a platform, Breitbart is a platform for the alt-right. Yeah. These things right. are connected. It's not that they're not connected, man. It's that they're fucking interwoven. And we're not talking Infowars connected, right? Like, so let's be real here, too. Like, this isn't some series of, like, crazy connections that you got to, like, and then it was chemtrails. Yeah, like, exactly. It's not like that. Yeah. It's like, here's what he said. Here's what Bannon said. He's referring to Breitbart. He turned it into the platform of the alt-right movement. He said it in July. Yeah. People may come back and say again, well, you, you know, this, this alt-right isn't neo-Nazism. Well, what is it then, right? Because these, this guy who's having like an alt-right conference is throwing up the fucking Heil sign. Yeah. Like that, there is, how many times have you thrown the Hitler salute? I only do that around Eli. Uh, right, well, that doesn't count. Okay. He likes that. I, I don't know. know why. It turns him on. He puts, his, a thing. He puts his little finger in front, <laughs> of his, on his, in front of his it's nose. It's a fetish thing at that and point. Like, That's fine. Throw it again. Throw yeah. it again. <laughs> throw it again. I'm almost there. <laughs> Call me my Fuhrer. <laughs> Can we do it in the shower? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> only once. <laughs> The Holocaust is hilarious. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, shit. Let's, even if you give Trump all the benefit of the doubt in the world, even if you gave him all the benefit of the doubt and said, okay, well, he didn't know. Well, you, you, you know now. You know now. And there's no repudiation, right? There's no, there's no repudiation. There's yeah. not even a comment, as far as I'm aware, by the Trump camp saying, you know, Bannon is not. It, 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 there is no attempt to bridge that gap. And there's no attempt to bridge that gap because he wants this group on his side. Yeah. That's what he needs. He wants this group on his side. They helped him ride. Helped, did not entirely, but they helped him ride the wave to victory, which I can't even fucking stomach saying, yeah. but they did. So yeah. he has to continue to court this yeah. crowd. That is deeply unsettling, yeah. right? Because now it's not just, well, he said all that shit to get elected. Or he didn't create distance between these racist groups to get elected. But now that he's elected, we'll see what he's really going to do. Well, here's what he's really going to do. Yeah. What he's really going to do is get the fucking Breitbart guy to be his fucking chief strategist. Yeah. Well, this is not good. This is not good news. I'm just worried about th the world that I'm in now. You know, I grew up my whole life 
racism was a shame thing. You yeah. didn't do that in the open. And if you did, you were you were just a person who people just passed off as no one. Right. Now you're doing it in the middle of the 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 hub of our government of the United States. Are we normalizing in racism? An open, in an open forum. I mean in a, in a in a place where, you know, somebody got somebody came into there and got their little Nazi tag or whatever that they had to wear on a little fucking lanyard, a lanyard for the weekend. Whatever. It's not a Nazi tag, but right. still like they went to an alt-right no. conference. So so let me ask honestly, like, do you think this is step one in normalizing racism, reintegrating racism as a legitimate as a legitimate conversation point in, in in our society? I think I think that what we're seeing right now, when the with the resurgence of swastikas and all that stuff. I don't know who's doing it, right? Yeah. I don't know who's doing it. I'm going to wait until this guy and his followers, the alt-right slash neo-Nazis that are out there, I'm going to wait until they go out there and start doing it on purpose, right? When they start doing it on purpose and claiming it like jihadists do, you know what I mean? When they, yeah. when they say, we did this, then I'll start, I'll start paying attention to it. But right now what I'm seeing is, you know, swastikas that are being put around, but, you know, I don't know who's doing it. You know what I mean? Like it, there are people, yeah. there are people from the left who might do it to themselves. That happens sometimes, yeah, sure, right? Yeah, that right, happens where right. people are anxious for attention, ins- yeah, right? And then they also want to incite, so then they just decide to do this, and then they 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 fuck up their own uh, property because right. it doesn't matter to them as long as they get the attention for it. That right. happens. I'm not yeah. saying it's I'm not saying it's happening all the time, and I know sure, but it could be happening, right? They want it could the fucking be happening. upvotes, right? right? Yeah. So I don't know until you know something comes out. I don't know. Yeah. But I think the difference is is that what I want to see happen is every time that gets reported to the police, every single time that gets, you know, there's there's some record of that happening so that we can start looking at it and being like, where are the hate crimes before Trump came in and where are the hate crimes afterwards? You know, let what is our benchmarks before and what are our benchmarks afterwards? Because I want to know, I want to know a year from now if hate crimes went up. But even if hate crimes don't go up, isn't isn't it terribly problematic just to normalize this kind of behavior? Just to like, you know, if if fifty or sixty or seventy years ago people had to wear a hood in order to walk in, sure. in order to you know be racist yeah. in their fucking racist convention yeah. in the middle of the fucking sticks, and now they're renting out a room in the Ronald Reagan building. You know, and like you said, now they're having a fucking convention at the fucking hotel down the street. And now they're the guys who are no longer afraid. You know, we've talked about this in the past. And as a as, as a white male in the world, when everybody kind of clears the room, sometimes you find yourself in a position. I know it's happened to me, and I, I suspect it's happened to you. We've talked about this, where people just start getting honest about their racism. Right? Sure, sure. And then you have to you have that moment where you don't know exactly how to respond to it. At least I, I've had that moment. Yeah. Sometimes well, I, know, I know how I'm going to respond <clears throat> to it from now on, right? Well, I, and I, I've responded both directions. I've, yeah. I've pushed back, and sometimes I've been, I've been off-put. I've, so I've, I've pushed back, and I've been off-put. I've been quiet before I have when I shouldn't have been quiet. I have, too. When there's guys you know, fixing your washer. That's exactly like, what I mean, right? Get the fuck out of here. You, know, you don't yeah. do that. You're like, well, my washer's apart. Right. I'd like you to put my washer back together. Right. You know, so you're kind of in a bind, right? You yep. got to hear this guy out because you're fucking, you know, your refrigerator compressor hoses off. And, you know, now this guy is already fucking ass deep into your middle of, you know, right. your re- repair. I had a coach at my gym who, you know, he was one of my coaches. He's somebody I saw three days a week, four days a week. You know, whenever I took that class, I had this guy. And when it was just us guys around that he felt comfortable and safe with, he would get raw about about his racism. But he would wait. 
even that guy who had a fucking IQ of a fucking brain damaged chimpanzee, even that fucking guy had the fucking good sense to wait until he felt safe, right? Now, he felt safe around me because I'm just another white guy, right? Right. Yeah. And I called him out on it, and then he never did again. But- well, he didn't do it around you. He didn't do it around me, yeah. right? That guy never that stopped I, being a yeah. racist. Because right? what I did is I fucking I detonated his safe place, yeah. right? And so he's like, okay, no, you know, I can't do it here. But I have also, in other cases, not done it, like you've said. Um, that said, like, now is he going to be, is he going to push back on me? Because when I called him out, he stopped, right? Because he knew, oh, I can't do that. That's not yeah. cool. I can't do it. Now is it going to be, I call him out, he calls me right back out. Yeah. And now I don't have the surety calling him out and I'll fucking do it anyway, especially in today's world now, right? Oh, I think yeah. it's more important. Definitively now. But now I'm going to look around that room and I'm going to wonder how many people am I going to have to fight about this with, yeah. right? Because before, if I was in a group of six people and one person said some stupid racist shit and I call him out, I feel pretty confident, it's right? It's five against one. It's five on one. But is it going to be five on one the other direction now yeah. or three on two? You know what I mean? I don't know. Are we reigniting this, I don't know. this world where we can be openly racist? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't how, know. I don't, don't want to get alarmed about it because, I, like I said, it's only 200 people. Right? Yeah. I don't want to get alarmed yeah, I don't about know it. Either. I don't want to get alarmed about it because it's like, you know, I don't know how many people are in this movement. Yeah, but you've got to you've got to look at it and say if the president is saying, president elect is saying let's let's get this guy on board and he's and he's a mouthpiece for this terrible group of people, you know Breitbart doesn't have five viewers, right? While some of those things may be fake that I said earlier, those you know the the swastikas, some of them may be trolls, right? So it's a kid who's just like he just got a, a can of spray paint and he's spraying up you know the neighbors sure, whatever. Right. He doesn't believe in racism or whatever, but he's just being a dick. He's just yeah. being an he's asshole. He's just yeah. he's just he's just fanning the flames. That's a possibility. Or it's somebody who is a racist but isn't necessarily a Nazi, right? Not somebody who's an organized racist. They're just sure. they just have racist tendencies and they just want to try to hurt you. And how they hurt you is by showing a racist image that is of a symbol that is synonymous with racism. And then there are real racists. There are real people out there who clearly think that that putting uh you know the swastika on stuff is is you know that's how they that's their calling card. Yeah, there's a lot of degrees in there, right? Of people who are doing stuff, you know. So I don't know where to put all the people in there because I don't know who's doing all the work because this is all shit that's getting done under the cover of darkness now. Right. But as time goes on, we're going to see a lot less of it under the cover of darkness, and if uh, maybe, and if we do, you know, then we'll we'll have a better idea of how how deep racism permeates the country. But it's a sad, sad day when somebody like this can just stand there in the open without a fucking hood on his head and throw up a fucking Zeke Heil. Because of, in an age where. Uh, there's so much active misinformation and it's packaged very well and it looks the same when you see it on a Facebook page or you turn on your television. Let's talk, Tom, too, just really quickly. And I don't want to, this will probably be the last bit, well, not the last bit on Trump, but certainly the last bit on, you know, sort of what's going on right now. Facebook was also talking, and since we're talking about Breitbart, let's talk about Facebook a little bit. Facebook is talking about they're getting a backlash right now because they're suggesting that they take fake news articles and label them as such, right? So in fake news sources and because people are just sharing that stuff. They're just sharing it. There's nothing in it. It's garbage stuff. And it doesn't matter. As long as you get in front of their eyes, you can have people um, – you can have people share it, and then they share it with other people, and they don't pay attention to what's in yep. the story. And I want to bring people's attention to a story that was sent to us. Um, <laughs> it was Jesus. sent to us on Twitter, and it's uh, 
It's from InfoWars. It's from InfoWars. Don't go to it. Someone sent this to us. And, and to their credit, they said, I hope this isn't true when they sent it to right. us. And they're trying to get us to talk about whether or not blocking ambulances is a good idea if you're a if you're a protester. And I don't want to get into that fight right We've now. Been on, uh, we've been I've on been, that I've road. done that road a bunch of times. The road was blocked by an ambulance. Yeah, uh, it was blocked. <laughs> we died en route to the hospital. They revived us and then told us about the argument, and then I killed myself afterwards. Um, You've gotten better. So, yeah, I'm in recovery right now. But so InfoWars posts this story, and it's report anti-Trump protesters block ambulance father of a four-year-old girl dies. Now, I want to read that again and pay attention to the wording. Report, anti-Trump protesters block ambulance, father of four-year-old girl dies. Now, the report they have, the quote at the top is, I had a patient die because our ambulance was stopped by protesters. The report that they have for this is a blurred-out screenshot of a Facebook message. That's right. their quote That's unquote, their evidence. Report. That's the evidence of this. Right. And it says, and the, and the story says, um, I'll read exactly what the Facebook post says. It says, I have to unFacebook for a few days. I had a patient die during a transfer last night because our ambulance was stopped by protesters and had to drive an extra 45 minutes around the block roads. I can't today. They give me, they can give their fucking safety pins to my patient's fatherless four-year-old daughter. And then it's just another sad face. Now that was posted a couple days ago. Um, this was posted on the 15th. This person reports it as if it's a real story, right? as, if, uh, as yeah. if it's news, right. as if it's news on InfoWars. And then underneath, uh, they talk about the safety pins are about, and then they talk about some anti-Trump protesters um, shutting down a highway and someone being hit by a car. And so they show them being hit by a car, and that's at the bottom here. But if you were just skimming this article, let's say you just showed up here and you looked and it says report anti-Trump protesters block an ambulance and four-year-old girl dies. You look, it looks like there's some sort of quote there and you're like, wait, there's a quote. And then you scroll down. You're like, there's a video share. You know what I mean? Like, like, but the video has nothing to do with what, I mean, not nothing to do with this particular video. In fact, is kind of the other side of the equation. Exactly. right? Right. But like you said, people don't read the article. Yeah. They expressly don't read the article. I mean, if you look at the at the at the comments, I had to scroll down, you know, dozens and dozens of comments to find one person who is willing to say, "I don't think this is real." Yep. Instead, we have people who, you know, um, you know, they're they're talking again. This is the two quote stuff where they're like, "We've seen protesters pull people from vehicles and beat them senseless," and you're like, "No, that was just a couple of random thugs on a sidewalk." Yeah, That's totally nothing to different do with thing. the protests. And then it's you know. Um, they're talking about Soros. They're talking about, you know, and the thing is, is like, this isn't the only place that I found these comments everywhere. I've, I followed this story around and I found out that it was posted in other sites, linking it to this Infowars page as if it was a real story, as if it was true, as if it right. was a thing that happened. And so dozens and dozens of these stories are popping up in other places, referring back to this. This got posted to Facebook 107,000 times. Which is 107,000 people that don't look at this with any kind of critical eye at all. Right? Or they're looking at it and complaining about it. But I right. can't imagine that there's a lot of those people because, like, I look at why, these yeah, comments why would you and share there's, some, not, a, yeah, there's right. not enough of that. I mean, you could share it and say, this is this bullshit. Is a bullshit. Right. Look, there's yeah. not even anything to this story. Right. But I'm saying, like, most of these comments are not negative comments. They're all positive. They're like, shoot the protesters, kill all Run the protesters. Run them over with my car. Yeah, right? yeah. that sort of thing. Right. And once in a while, you'll get a person who says something that is critical of this in the sense that this has no evidence. Yeah. And what, what you get is a backlash of 50 or 60 comments telling them to shut the fuck up. And, it, but, and, and just as bad, just as bad 
is in that same comment section we were looking at earlier today. There's a whole bunch of people like, well, there's no, there's no evidence it didn't happen. And that, and, the, and it's like that's yeah. not you can't. First of all, there's never evidence of things that didn't happen. Yeah, there's that's not even a thing. Well, and the thing is, the story itself um, says that it says the report of anti-Trump protests blocking an ambulance has not been verified, but it's not unlikely, given the anti-Trump demonstrators have blocked roads in numerous cities and states. Right, it's not unlikely. What, yeah. what well, the fuck Lenin does that Creedy. mean? Well, it, I mean, it's obviously an article that's trying to get people to believe something that has zero evidence to it. So it says, hey, look, I didn't verify it, but it probably happened. Winky, nudge, nudge, yeah. nudge, right? I'm sure it did happen. If it didn't happen, it could happen. If it couldn't happen, it's probably going to should have probably happened. I mean, it's, it's, this is a, it's a shit post. It's and a I'm, garbage and story. And I'm scared of this sort of thing being transferred around. And I wonder, you know, I always wonder... Am I guilty of this, right? Am I guilty of doing anything like this? Or is the, is the side like, you know, is like the, the liberal Democrat side yeah. guilty of this sort Are of you, thing? Is your partisanship toward how you view things Chain, skewing yeah, your, skewing your, your, your my, how, yeah, how you right? Yeah, right. And, uh, it's and, a legitimate thing to be worried sure. about, right? And yeah. so I started thinking about it. And here's where it's different. And this goes back to what I was talking about earlier when I said I don't know who's, who's doing the, the crimes – uh, the hate crimes that are coming out that are being photographed the next day, right? Mm. I don't know who went to um, one of the Beastie Boys has a park named after him in New York, and it was defaced. Right, it was right? defaced. Yeah, um, the guy who died, I don't remember which one it was. Um, Beastie, the the one with cancer. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, not anymore. Yeah, no, but <laughs> as uh, an uncontrolled yeah. cell growth stopped. <laughs> but one of them died, and uh, they named a park after him. And it was defaced with racist and 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 Nazi pro- like yeah. like symbols. Just weird. I don't know who did that. Sure. And I'm not willing to say that it's you know neo Nazis, right? Granted, they left a neo Nazi calling card, but it could have been a fucking it could have been a liberal in there just trying to stir up problems, make it look like Trump did something, like Trump has caused this to happen. There's a possibility that's true, right? You never know who went to sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> you were waiting for that one i was good for you buddy i was good for you <laughs> so but i don't know i don't know who did it yeah and i'm not willing to read an article that just says hey this it was found here it could have been a trump protester right if i read that article i'd be like what yeah it could have been but sure. it could have also been anybody else could have like, been it a not been, that it could yeah. have been a you know somebody else so i i feel like i'm not falling for it but i hope i hope that i'm not right yeah. But this is really common now. This this sort of share this garbage stuff that has no evidence for it. So what do you think about Facebook um, building building systems? Because they would they would build algorithms and systems, right, to prevent this. That's yeah. what the suggestion I is. Mean, I mean, I, what do you think about that? I think that's a I think at least labeling them. I mean, I don't Facebook has its 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 rights to do whatever they want, right? Sure, so I know system. that there's going to be yeah, people who But I'm who curious like, what you think about. I know. Not whether they have a right. Right. To it. And and I'm going to I'm going to yeah. I want to I want to sort of cut people off at the pass who are going to oh, say, "Well, it's free speech. I should be able to oh, post that, whatever I want on it, right?" I it's Facebook. Yeah. It's Facebook. They get to decide what goes on to their their fucking You don't you get to use that shit for free, but that doesn't mean it's free domain for everybody, right? right? It's not You get a full it, Facebook yeah, refund. Exactly, right? Yeah. Your Facebook refund is in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, you can be banned from Facebook. That sure. happens to people all the time. Sure. You know what I mean? So so the idea that, you know, it, it's it's fucking 100% free speech is is garbage. It's not free speech. But uh, I would like to see them label it as fake. I don't want to see that. What I don't want to see is, uh, you know, me not being able to share the onion in the future. 
because I want to share the onion because I think it's funny. I don't mind that it's labeled fake news. That doesn't bother me because if yeah. you didn't know the onion was fake news, you're a fucking idiot anyway. You know what I mean? Right. Like you're a, you're a dumb person anyway. Um, there's a there's even a website or a Reddit or something where the people actually think the onion articles are real and they comment. Oh on yeah, them. not the onion. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, you know, here's what worries me about it. I so first of all, I think Facebook needs to do this. So let me let me put that out there. But I have concerns about it. Um, Facebook needs to do this for all the reasons we just elucidated, right? So I think it's I think I think I've seen all the same shit you've seen. Although I see it less because I've I've really called my Facebook feed so that it's not full of fucking yahoos. Yeah, I, just I never see this either. I never I just see get this sick either. Of yeah. this shit. But um, the problem is that once Facebook does this, if they just put a stamp, you know, fake or not fake, they're gonna have to be very careful about how they do this because otherwise, this will play into that. Um, hyper paranoid narrative that, I, that's the, what I was that thinking the mainstream too, yeah. media yeah. and you know you can't even trust fucking Facebook like as if you ever should have trusted Facebook yeah. you don't know Facebook or they're what but they're still. doing is they're they're trying to control my my feed they're kind of <laughs> trying to control the information that I get right. they're the globalists and they're trying to stop exactly the, like yeah. this will play into that hyper paranoid narrative that the right is using the right loves that yeah. hyper paranoid yeah, they're, they're bashing narrative. on mainstream media constantly yeah. and we're and i and and we have a problem right now with the public's distrust of media and trump and this is this is great because we you know trump recently took reporters to task yeah. you, you, you and i were talking about this before the show and you know was beating the shit out of these reporters um calling them names like calling them telling them that they were, they were, a bunch they of were liars, liars yeah. all this other stuff yeah you know, we need to be critical of our media, but we can't be so distanced from media and from journalism, real journalism and real reporting, that we lose the ability to understand that without the fourth estate, without journalism, without media, there's nobody watching there's anymore. There's no checks and balances. There's anymore, nobody right? watching. There's checks anymore. and balances in government, but there's nobody right. watching to tell us what's going on. We have got to build systems of reporting that we trust. And it's up to us to be able to say, this is how you trust. This is why you trust. This is how you identify. You know, uh, there was a book, I can't remember, the guy who wrote, Neil Postman. Yeah. He wrote a really great book back in the day when it was, when it was useful called How to Watch TV News. And it was a really useful book about how to do just that. And there needs to be something similar that's much shorter um, that is, you know, how to read your Facebook feed. Yeah, it really kind of gives you useful information because how to watch TV news is no longer relevant to how we cycle through information. Yeah, but you know, yeah, how to vet a story? How online. do you vet stories? Yeah. Right. If you just say it's all garbage, nobody's watching the government at all now. That's what you've just said. You've ceded control. You've ceded the watchdog, and you've stopped feeding them. So let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor, AdamandEve.com. Uh, I, I, you know, Tom, I think. This is a really great sponsor for our show. And we got messages after we took up the sponsorship from people who are like, I totally bought a fucking dildo. Thank you so much. Because it's like, you know, I saved 50%. I got some stuff. And I was able to use the code word that you guys do, glory, G-L-O-R-Y. And they got some free shit out of adamandeve.com. I love the idea that our show is giving people orgasms. Well, no, I let's not. Let's because not. I feel like mostly it takes away orgasms. Yeah, I, yeah. and right. I also don't want to go too far on that. I presume they're not thinking anything at all about our show. I'm hoping they are. During, I'm hoping after, you're all thinking about me 
right now. Before <laughs> pretty much any time. Just go ahead and play this on repeat oh. in the background. Oh. You'll need that cock ring, which you can get half off by entering <laughs> glory at checkout. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm testing my own choke, my own, uh, my own gag reflex right now. Look, when you're at home playing a little game of slappy chokey, think of us. And remember, those no. restraints are brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Don't think of us. Don't think of us at all. Never think of us while you're doing that. Think of something sexy, for that Christ's sake. That spreader sense. bar is brought to you by <laughs> Cognitive Dissonance. You probably got it half off by going to AdamandEve.com <laughs> and entering glory at checkout. So just remember that if you want to if you wanna get a good deal on, on any kind of erotic item, sex item, you can go to AdamandEve.com. 50% off right now. You get three adult DVDs, a mystery gift. And you get free shipping if you type in the code word glory at checkout. That's G-L-O-R-Y. This story is from uh, scienceblogs.com. Mystery solved. Chiropractic manipulation of the neck did cause Katie May's death from stroke. Well, there you go, Cecil. Um, You know, we've talked before about chiropractic um, on this show. um, And... Chiropractic is one of those things that people seem to have this like, well, it doesn't hurt anyone. Yeah, kind of attitude. Yeah, toward. yeah, yeah. You know, like it's it's like you, you bag on it and you get, well, it helped me with my back. You know, I've heard it people say that. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't. What's the harm? And it we've gotten emails from people who are like, yeah, you know, that, right. that's helped me with my back. Yeah, sure. And I've gone to see a. I I don't know if you have. I think you have, right? One time, I've been to a chiropractor, motherfucker, and didn't help. So. Yeah. So let me. I, I've so my ex wife used to work for chiropractors. Yeah. And I would go, and any number of times, I'd be like, yeah, what the hell? You know, because I kind of had the same opinion. Like, it's not going to hurt me. Sure. Right? Like, What's the worst that can happen? You're not going to hurt me you're with gonna, a little poppy cracky on crack the old back, back. No right? Like, you're going to fucking Orville Redenbacher my spine for 30 seconds. It means nothing. Yeah. You know, and I'm Maybe here help. Yeah. fucking win in Rome, right? Um, but it's not a win in Rome issue. It's just not. You know, woman, sometimes woman, people get dead. Yeah, this woman, um, she was a very popular, I guess, Instagrammer was one of the major <clears throat> things that she did. She had a very large following on Instagram. Uh, and then the, there's a an anatomical image here where they show where, you know, there's a there's a vein that runs through an artery that runs through your neck, through your vertebrae. And if you snap it the wrong way or move it the wrong way, you can get a stroke like you yeah. can. You can lose blood, and you know it can be a really horrible, horrible fucking thing, and you die from it. And this girl's young, young girl, yep. she died just dead from getting her fucking neck cracked. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I think the one thing that this does, though, is it really does show that all the times in like those Jason Bourne movies that that's a real thing. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, Steven Seagal wasn't. He full of shit. Wasn't just kidding around. Showing our age with the Steven Seagal. Steven reference. Seagal could break your neck right. and kill you. Only if you're an Instagrammer, though. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's the thing. Like <laughs> Take you gotta a be selfie a believer. right before you just, you <laughs> before he pops out of a fucking cake or something. Yeah. So he's a fucking. You know that guy's a cop down in New Orleans he is, now. Yeah. He has like a TV show about it. Yeah. Does he really? Yeah, he's a TV show. Yeah, oh my god. See if you can find it on YouTube. I bet you'd be pretty good. Watch his chubby ass running around. Like I want to go down to New Orleans like and commit a crime just to meet him. Mouth. You know. Like, <laughs> 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 Somebody jumps a fence. He's like, forget it. I'll just get uh, it. I'll just let the dog. He looks out good. It's fine. It's fine. I bet he here, I want to smack him around a little. It's fine. I don't need to catch him. It wasn't a legitimate rape. I'm Raymond Massey, and I have a special message for senior citizens. Today's doctors, drugs, and medical devices truly work medical miracles for young and old alike. But there are some as phony as a $3 bill. 
Investigate before you invest in health services or products. Help stamp out quackery. Uh, this story is from the Argus.co.uk. Um, police investigate grandmother's death at Chinese slap therapy course. This is insane. So wait, so it's a granny slap therapy? Yeah, those are both on my Pornhub searches. Yeah, I've, I've Googled yeah. that. Yeah, not, not actually more than once. Though. That gets, even, for me, even that's a little weird. Like there comes a point where yeah. you're like, I'm still going to jerk off to it, but I'm not going to be comfortable like, about do it. Do I feel like great pubes today? Is <sighs> that a thing? Even yes. grandma has to shave yes. if we're going to get things done, right? Everyone deserves a clean work surface. It's fucking wrinkly enough. Jesus. <laughs> the problem is, is the problem though is like Jesus. it's like one of those it's one it's like that house that's been foreclosed on. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like, a house. like somebody's oh you gotta God. pay somebody to yeah, mow the, the water turned off. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta pay somebody to mow the lawn. Yes, like there's a lot of back taxes. You know? <laughs> Bring your own wet. The water's turned off. Jesus. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, There's enough fucking folds and wrinkles. You don't need it that aged. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Problem is it's fucking dry aged. <laughs> That's not uh, good. So this That's because uh, it only has you to think about. That <laughs> <laughs> shit just shrivels right up. It's like a it's like somebody threw one of those desiccant pads in there. <laughs> It's like I show up and it's like the fucking rapid aging disease. It's just like a fucking scarlet pit. There's a fucking Jedi in there. You sucked all the moisture out of the room. Oh, God. It's amazing. Uh, So you got to get fucking like a tattoo dehumidifier right over your. Oh, I mean, if I was a fucking superhero, <laughs> I'd be the vaginal dehumidifier. <laughs> <You> just... <laughs> My cape's always so wet. <laughs> gotta bring it out. Oh god, uh... smells weird. <laughs> You got to bring it to the dry cleaner. All right. So slap, <laughs> slappy, choky grandma. Okay, All right, yeah. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> just lean into this. <laughs> Hold this. If you drop it, that's like a safe word. Uh, All right. So this diet. If you're interested uh, in grandma porn, remember our sponsor, AdamandEve.com. <laughs> Get your grandma some new toys yeah. and spice up your love life Adam. at AdamandEve.com. Enter glory at checkout. And you know, if grandma's a little, a little dry down there, remember they sell lots of <laughs> AdamandEve.com. Lots of lube at AdamandEve.com. <laughs> All right. So uh, this woman went to a self-healing retreat where I love this because it's self-healing, but somebody has to sh- beat the shit out of you. That's not self-healing. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Like self-healing is- means I just sit in a room and be like, heal. If, om, if I'm going to sit om. in a room by myself and slap myself, I don't know if I'm going to be healed, but I also don't know that I need help. Yeah. Like I've been doing that since I was 13. <laughs> I got that pretty well covered, right? So this, this woman shows up at a self-healing retreat where attendees were slapped until they're black and blue. Um, and then she was found later, you know, dead. So uh, this is amazing. We actually looked up some pictures of what these people look like after they've gone through yeah. one of these slap healing yeah. seminars. So the idea is they they beat the shit out of you yeah. to get the toxins out of your body. Yeah. Also to break the capillaries well, that's under your does. skin. I mean, right? they essentially just bruise the shit out of you. And they and then and in a way that you look at and you're like, wow, that 
that really looks like tra traumatic injury to somebody. Terrifying but levels of injury. But here's what happened to this woman. She didn't get slapped to death. No, she did not. She just didn't take her her insulin. She's a because diabetic. Because she thought this was right? going to work. Well, and then she got cautioned against it, right? Like, like that's the problem is, is that is that sometimes they go to these things and like, oh, you don't need to take that stuff. Right. What what these charlatans need to do to stay in business is to just stay away from the things that you know for sure you need medicine for. You know what I mean? Just stay away from those things. I know that those people are always looking for a, a way to try to make sure that they, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. people are looking for the cure to diabetes because they just don't want to take their insulin every day, right? They sure. want they want a cure. I don't for blame diabetes, them, right? right? Like I wouldn't. I would if I had diabetes. You know, I'd really want the cure for, for is fucking diabetes. Absolutely. You know, kidney problems, etc. All these right. uh, that these things that they want they want answers for, and it's it's easy money for these people. But you know, why not just be like, just keep taking your insulin until it works. Yeah, exactly. You know right? what I mean? But but instead, Here, look, they caution them away from it, and then these people yeah. die. And you, the thing is, like, you're right, because they don't even have to double, they don't even have to backtrack on their claim, right? All they, they this, the person still shows up to your fucking $800 yeah. slappy, choky seminar, sure. right? Like, yeah. whatever. So I still, paid for that with an escort <laughs> once. It was only $300, Tom. It's not $800. It's, That's a really, ex I got three. If I get three slappy chokies in the same night. Wait. How much do I get to slap them, and how much do I get to choke them? <laughs> you, you don't get to touch them, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Not without a big black guy in the room. It's <laughs> gonna watch the whole They're thing. Just like, I'm just like, I show up and be like, we're gonna play a little. No, no, you're not gonna no. let me slap you G mm. gently. No, no, no. I'll warn you. No. <laughs> this sounds like a job for the dehumidifier. <laughs> Well, okay, so but they don't even have to backpedal from their claim, right? Because somebody's going to show up. They're going to give them the fucking eight hundred dollars. Able to able to leap, drive vaginas in a single, single bound. bound. <laughs> <laughs> they, they they pay their eight hundred bucks for the for the fucking seminar or whatever, and then all you got to say is like, look. It takes a while for it to take effect. Sure. So you'll easy. you'll notice your fucking numbers on your testometer or whatever yeah. the fuck they use, right? Yeah. When they start to change. And if they don't start to change it, come back for the next seminar. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta beat the over shit out of you more than once. And over and over and over. I'll tell you what, when I'm beating the shit out of somebody, they come back for seconds. Oh, they don't. Right? Because no. I'm gentle. Mm. When you Not actually gentle. when when your <laughs> ex-wife worked at the chiropractor. Yeah. That's a common practice, isn't it? Like come back a million times. Oh yeah, right. Like that this, was the thing they wanted. To, they wanted to put you on a wellness program. Yeah, that was the whole goal of the sales pitch. Was we're going to get you out of acute pain or whatever, because that's what usually caused people to show up. Right? They show up because they're like, I can't my back. Or and yeah, then, like I can only move these two fingers. Right. Yeah. yeah they're just like well, my maybe whole, you shouldn't be yeah. seven hundred pounds. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> they never. It's so funny because they wouldn't say that shit. Right. They yeah. wouldn't be like, maybe you're just like bloated. Like yeah. from eating too much food. <laughs> like they don't say yeah. that, right? Yeah. They're just like, look, all right, here's the problem. Your spine doesn't go crickle crack enough. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna do a little crickety to crackety on your back. And uh, then once you're out of pain, which could take seven to twelve years, then you can come back. <laughs> or yeah, right? Because they don't ever they're not like it's three treatments. They're like we're it's either fucking... gonna go to adolescent or preteen before you're done. Right. Yeah. It's happening. And then they want to put you on a wellness program so that and, and they I remember it was pitched to me. It was like, look, you take your car in for an oil change, and I was just like, but my spine is in a car and you don't <laughs> change the oil in it. So terrible analogy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I know why my car needs an oil change. 
So, I understand the yeah. mechanism involved. <laughs> so are you saying I need to replace my blood every 3,000 miles? <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, you know, these people um, that we saw earlier in one of these videos, we didn't see them actually slapping, but this guy who is a slapper, right? This slapping guy who's a Chinese... Yeah, doctor. Doctor Slap Chop. Yeah, <laughs> doctor. You're gonna love his nuts. <laughs> <You're> gonna... <laughs> um, he had, he had this woman on this and a guy on this table, and the table has this has this brace on it that essentially just makes one of your legs go straight up into the straight, air, straight like absolutely completely up in the perpendicular. Air. Last night I was I was at the gym and we were doing we we're stretching out afterwards, and you can do that with a strap. Like so, if you take a strap and throw you it can. around your throw it around your heel and then pull. You can get your leg straight, but it's it's a it's an uncomfortable position to be in for a length of time because you're stretching your hamstrings out in a right. really really difficult angle, and it takes you know unless you're very flexible, that's not something that most people can do, right? If you're very flexible, send us a message at. <laughs> <laughs> Cecil is just disgusted. He's over there just horrified. I'll draw you right out. Yeah. Here's the thing: every single dude is going to send you a message. So you fucking you brought that on yourself. Don't send it to our email address. Send it to Tom's fucking Facebook. Dick pick him there. So, uh, so, but we, you know, you can do that. But these are what they have on the table in front of them is two obese old people, right. right? These are middle-aged to older people that are obese, like this woman's laying down, and you said her fucking belly's out farther than her tits. I mean, it's right. just like, like she's it's she's huge. a giant woman, and <laughs> she's, she's laying down on her legs straight up in the air. This is probably the first time ever her leg has ever been in that position, right? Nobody's then, held it there no, for her in a long disgrace, time. So we need two men and a boy to do it. <laughs> but anyway, there's a fucking... You need two men and a boy to get through it. <laughs> but anyway, her leg's sticking straight up in the air, and then her other leg is sort of hanging off this thing, and he walks up, and he's like, is that uncomfortable and she's like yeah it's fucking uncomfortable because i'm fucking out of shape and then he's just then wait he's, till i slap the shit exactly. out of you well yeah he didn't even do it in the video which I is know. disappointing i kind of wanted to see exactly what they did but we couldn't find a video on them actually hitting people but what he does is he walks up and he starts naming all these things he's like well the problem with with your body is that you're not stretching out and your back is hurt and this evidently the slapping is going to help and he starts naming all the things that happen to go along with being obese right, right. he's like hypertension diabetes you know all this Shitty knees, yeah, lousy, he, hips, lousy like, hips, and he's like, and it's all yeah. this stuff that happens, just happens to be with, you know, when you're a giant person, right. all these things go off on you, right? They, right? Those are the things that start to go bad. And you're like, well, you know, it's really easy to just look at somebody and be like, well, here's the major problems with obese people, these five things. Well, all I got to do is call obese people up here, say it's that their we leg is not at a weird angle, <laughs> and just start naming all the shit that's wrong with obese people. Right. It, 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 it's, it, it would be... Just slightly less transparent if he was like, you know what's wrong with your back? You're fat. Yeah, like exactly. that would be it. Yeah. Like that would be the only. The that would be slightly less heard transparent. That so much. Right. In my life. Yeah, me God. too. Right. No, and it's true. I go to the doctor, and on my thing at the doctor, it says like, you know, one of the things on my thing is always needs to lose weight. It's always on there. Sure. It's always on yeah. there. Overweight needs to lose weight. Yeah. Grotesque. I yeah, see that on I mine a lot. That. Keep them out of here. Yeah. I don't know why Febreze the dentist. the room afterwards. It's on the. Thing. I don't know why don't the dentist why. has to write it yeah. down. That's <laughs> fucking rude. Go to the eye doctor. He just writes blind me. I don't know what that's about. Dick. Fat eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you have a condition known as fat eyes. We've only ever seen it on you. <laughs> And that's happening in our country today with the establishment of Sharia law, uh, the 
uh, allowance of religious practices or other groups, but not Christians. So this is bizarre. Uh, Mary Colbert, Trump's border wall is okay because heaven has gates. <laughs> this is going to be so great. All right, here we go. This is Mary Colbert. Our religious liberties are slowly being stripped away. Thank you, little Mary, for standing by up. By little. Yeah. And we as the church have got to stand up and say enough is enough. Yeah. That's, that's it. Right. That's yeah. right. We've got to stand up. Yeah. And again, that's where it's, it's light versus darkness. I mean, yeah. Donald Trump is potentially going to appoint four or five Supreme Court justices. Or nine. Or nine. He's just going to support. He's going he's to appoint them all. He's going to kill four five? of them. What? Uh, now, hold on a second. Uh, we're going to look at the Supreme Court and their ages right now. There's no way you get to five, Cecil. There's no way that you get to five. Ginsburg is a trillion years old. Fine. Fine. I think Kennedy's not exactly. None of them are young men, but. So right now, Roberts is 61. Uh, in fucking four years, he'll be 65. I still think he's got a pretty good chance of hanging in there. Sure. He's younger than Trump. Yeah, he's 80 for Kennedy. That's a that's less. That's less not a, a young chance. man. That's not a young man. 68, I'm not convinced that Clarence Thomas is going anywhere. Ginsburg. 83. 83. But it's a power 83. Man, have you seen pictures of her lately? She is not in good health. Oh, she's like the Crypt Keeper would call her old. Yeah, she is. I mean, she's wearing pilgrim outfits. Yeah, I know. From her, look at what she's, <laughs> she's wearing. She looks like a pilgrim. She is old Because timing. she's an actual Mayflower pilgrim. Brayer, 78. Again, like we have two. Like 78 and 80, they, that's old That's me, old. Right? So that's, again, we're up to three. 66 for Alito. No, I'm fine. not, I don't feel like that's a 62 for Sotomayor. Fine. And then 56 for Keegan. Fine. I don't feel like any of that's that big a deal. Like, I feel like I'll, like, you know, at, at most you have three, and three seems like you're pushing it because, you know, I don't know what, what shape Kennedy is in. Ginsburg is probably a for real. You also have somebody who's you already have to appoint. So that's two, definite one. Right. Then possibly Ginsburg. And then that's, then, then that's you know, it's it. two, maybe, maybe three, maybe if like something, you know, yeah. like we get Kennedy's another. A, Kennedy's old, like 80 is old. He's an old dude, yeah. right? He's, He's been on the fucking bench for 28 years. The worst part is, though, Bader and Breyer are both like appointed by Clinton. Yeah, I know, you know they, what I mean. They, these are these are the these are the nominees that we don't want, or the, yeah. the, the justice. We Kennedy, don't want. we're fine with. Yeah, but I was listening to opening arguments, and I think I think he's he's the swing vote. He's the swing. Kennedy vote. Okay, is kind yeah, of a swing yeah. vote. Yeah, Kennedy's that Kennedy at this point, you know, is probably the only one that you'd be quasi okay with. Is but the, or not quasi okay with? You'd be bad with with Kennedy. You'd be like, uh, Kennedy sucks. Right now, they're replacing a Republican, right? They're replacing a Republican activist judge. I mean, sure. they look at So fucking, what are they, what's the yeah. worst that's going to happen? We have the same gonna, court we had same before. Same court before. So, that, then it's just a matter of who dies next. Exactly. And <clears throat> and Ginsburg is, you know, if, if it goes, because it could go on some of these things 6-3 then if yeah. Ginsburg goes. So bad, but, you know, certainly not five fucking Supreme Court justices. It's not I mean, it's not happening unless they're all in the same room. Yeah, well, there's get, a... Or there's another fucking influenza epidemic or something. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. like uh, barring something that is that is catastrophic to a lot of people, or specifically the Supreme Court in general. Yeah, right. Wait, unless there's like some weird Supreme Court justice virus that only targets Supreme Court justices. It likes those robes. It just stays <laughs> in those robes. If Hillary gets in, the justices that she will appoint 
This is being re- uh, recorded the day of the election, the of the election. By, the, yeah. by the way. Mm-hmm. Will literally strip most of the remainder of our religious liberties away from us. They'll literally do that. They will literally, literally strip. strip our well, religious Well, that's liberties. the thing is they will dress you in your civil liberties and then they'll, and they'll strip, take them off. strip you of them. I'm interested. Will they play pour some sugar on me while they do it? <laughs> or maybe cherry, cherry pie? Cherry pie. I was thinking cherry <laughs> pie. Yeah. Ginsburg's on the pole. Did it swing oh. All sandpapery. <laughs> Making like a weird hissing sound as her as it, as dry she body whips yeah. around the pole. She has to like she gets stuck to it. She doesn't it's have not the, even cold. She doesn't have the grip, so they have to like clamp her arm to it, and she's just sort of spinning around it like a like a dejected volleyball or, or what do they call it, tether ball? She's like tether balling around the edge. They just, they just tie her arm flaps around. It. <laughs> her, her, she's like she's like rail thin, and her giant robe is flapping behind her. Uh, that would be so she's, funny. She's like watch. 17 pounds worth of person. Uh. And who knows what else will we have? Sharia law? I mean, look at the amount of Muslims, Islamists from these war torn countries that she's going to allow in here that there's no possible way to vet these people. I've been to Israel. Mm-hmm. And when I go into a mall in Israel, I have to walk through a metal detector. Mm-hmm. And I think, I say, if she gets elected with all these Syrians, 60,000 plus Syrians coming in here, will America, when you go out to eat at a restaurant, will you have to go through a metal detector? Mm-hmm. <laughs> will you have to have bulletproof glass windows in? Why? Bulletproof Why? glass? Well, Jesus, we love our guns over here. But that just to fit, I mean, that, that, plus, doesn't it just contain the blast? So it just whoop, 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 <laughs> inside the building. It's like it just, you just turned the nail bomb. It was a nail bomb before. Now it's a blender. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Will it blend? <laughs> well, you have to go through a metal detector when you go to the mall, to Many a movie theater. schools already here. Where schools aren't that way because of Muslim terrorists. <laughs> what? what? That is a fucking stupid thing. Well, some of our schools have them. Yeah, because the students bring guns to school. Yeah. Not because. Muslim terrorists yeah. from Syria are showing up you know why to bring, math class. You know why they bring them to school is because they're easy to get. Because <laughs> they're so easy to get. And everybody can get them. They can just walk on the street and be like, I would like a gun. People give you a gun. That's so easy. That's why. What the fuck? We have so many guns that we have a problem that kids... Kids can't buy cigarettes and they're walking around (laughs) with fucking guns in their backpacks. And we're getting to that point. If we continue to be a borderless, globalist society, we will continue again to have these drug dealers coming in. Don't be worried about the Muslims. Who am I scared of? I can't be scared of all these people at the same time. Who am I scared? I'm afraid of fucking evil math students, and now I'm afraid of drug dealers and the Muslims, too. Right. To have these ISIS fighters, suicide bombers coming in, we will have terrorist activity after terrorist activity, and we will lose our religious liberty. What what does that have to do? Wait, wait, wait. I don't even know how those two things are connected. Because you're going to have... That's like saying because the terrorists are here, my credit score is going down. What probably, are you, probably, probably yeah, true. That's actually. not why. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. Well, different kind of terrorist. <laughs> that's a domestic act of terrorism. 
20 year occupation. <laughs> oh, I should have had better borders. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I'm building a wall. Oh, man. That's awesome. Well, the problem is she brought in those immigrants and you couldn't kick them out. They were anchor babies, Tom. They were anchor babies. That was the problem. When your body burns this stuff with no carbohydrates, what happens is you build up the clinkers. So, Cecil, our favorite crypt keeper is back. He is. We haven't had Pat on for a while. I don't know that he was talking about a lot of stuff that we were all that interested in for a while. No, he had that that thing about... Dungeons and Dragons, not yeah, that yeah, long Dungeons ago. But he's really been kind of, you know, he's, he's not been that interesting this election cycle. He's not been that interesting. But he's decided to opine upon the fate of the black family. Huh. And so I feel like huh. it's time to uh, perk up our ears and get our 700 Club on. Okay. Well, this, this article is called Pat Robertson, Black Families Were Better Off in the 1930s. And he would know... Better, I think, than anyone else what the 1930s were like. As a man like. just beginning to collect Social Security yeah. in the 1930s. <laughs> <laughs> so all of this stuff right now where we are playing the blame game, where we are killing ourselves, where mm-hmm. we are, are the, the, you know, the world is looking at black America and they're saying, what are these people doing to themselves? Mm-hmm. We don't get it. Because we should be missionaries. Yeah. We're still a mission field. Well, your compatriots must hate your guts, if I can use those terms for you, saying what you say. Black people must not like your message, is what he's saying. You are an outsider amongst your people, Yeah, says Pat Robertson, the most outsiderist amongst black people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm telling the truth. And uh, I'm telling them the truth. I like your message. As an old white man, it yeah, resonates exactly. with the kind of shit I like exactly. to hear. Exactly, I love to hear uh, how inferior your people are. Oh, uh, nothing I, I like. I mean, really, it's just I get, you know, I haven't been hard in a long time, <laughs> but I get a semi-chub when you say it. There's nothing these these fucking, fucking out-of-touch white dudes love more than finding a black person to espouse their shit. Exactly. Right? right? Yeah, they love This it. fucking, like you said, like nothing gets the fucking three fucking drops of blood flowing to their dick harder than this. Yeah. Exactly, and, and they love it. They love it all over, and that's why I think somebody like Jesse Lee Peterson is popular because he's one of these black guys that wants to tell us how bad black people are, how they've you know they're they're just awful group of people, and they need to they need to fucking shape same up. Same thing with Roger Manning, right? Yeah, Manning yeah. does the same thing. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and those people those people make a lot of money based off of this. I don't know how much money they make, but you know at least they that, that's, sure that's they're where they, trading they, they, on. They it. built their career yeah. off of trying to say how, you know, really what the black community is is a bunch of people that need to grow the fuck up. Really, that's what right. they are. Yeah, they, they call know? the black community crybabies. Yeah, you know, for- they need to grow up. They need to, 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 to be responsible. You know, when you say, like, you know, they need to be responsible. Are there people in every community that are irresponsible? Yeah, absolutely. Like sure, that, there's right. a, there, there's people in every single community that are irresponsible. But to just point out the irresponsible people in that community and then to label that community as irresponsible. Yeah, to, to say that those people are emblematic of the exactly, whole thing, right? right? Yeah, you don't do that. You don't do that with people in a trailer park, right? We right. don't. We don't say. Well, they're emblematic of all white people. We right. don't say, oh, all these people are. Uh, we don't, we don't do say that. the world is looking at 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 you know. These, these Mobile, Alabama. white trash folks in yeah. you know garbage town USA and saying this is what white America looks like. In fact, we don't even talk about anything called white America. Yeah, right. Because we all would recognize that that's absurd. Yeah, and it's absurd to talk about Black America the same way. Yeah. Yet somehow, if a black guy says I'm going to talk about Black America as if there's one such thing as Black America. Yeah. 
then there's a free pass, right? Yeah. There's this free pass because we are, we are afraid to criticize a white or a, a person of color talking about other people of color, as if you get a free pass. You get a free pass, yeah. On, on, yeah. on being intellectually rigorous, sure. yeah. right? And you don't get a free pass on being intellectually rigorous. And we can't die. I've been going to several cities, Pat, including Harlem, New York, yeah. where the, the death rate is, is higher than the birth rate, and it's in depopulation. That happens when there's just old people in places. Yeah. Like, that happens in Japan, right? Like, yeah. like there are a lot of causes well, for why nothing, a community it has, it has might have a death rate. Right, exactly. That, that's what I'm saying, yeah. right? Is that a community might have a, a death rate higher than the birth rate for any number of reasons. Sure. Outside of violence, right? But he's going to, I'm sure, tie this to violence. Mm -hmm. Numbers of the cities, blacks are dying faster than they're you know, born. That has nothing to do with how many babies are being born. Like, you know, there's right. no against, way. Against the number of babies. Yeah, against the population no total. There's no way. Right. It's, a statistic, it's statistically insignificant. It's a, it's a few hundred against a population of three million. Yeah. I don't even know, I, I, I don't even know how we could, you could say that, the, that that's what's causing zero population in those areas is those few hundred murders. Yeah, well, you say it by being dishonest. It used to be like in the 30s, the blacks were self-sustaining. They had uh, wonderful families. They had home ownership. They were in business. And what happened over those years? They don't, they're not, they don't have wonderful families they don't now. They have home ownership now. They're either. not self-sustaining now. They're not self-sustaining Oh, now. Jesus Christ. I, I believe what happened is... You're a racist. That's what happened. That's what happened, What right? happened is, you're a fucking racist, <laughs> right. Pat. Yeah. When your belief system, when your messaging takes you outside of what the potential of God is in you, mm -hmm. so that you look for something outside of you, then what happens is you start depending on those sources, and those sources are not your source. What are you, what, what are you even talking about? That the black community turned away from getting their messaging from God and is getting their messaging from the government, They're getting their messaging from maybe from another source yeah. other than God, right? Sure. Maybe. Either way, fucking black families by and large probably not better off in the 30s. <laughs> Feel like that's not a thing. To say out loud, uh, said yeah. nobody. You know, nobody who was fucking black in the thirties had it so good before the civil rights movement. I know. <laughs> what are you gonna cry now? Come on, cry, baby, cry for me. Come on, cry. So stories from Right Wing Watch. Kurt Schilling gripes about liberal wussified ebonics and defends the use of torture. Um, so this is actually from an online radio program. Um, that is from Breitbart. It's been launched through Breitbart. Um, so this is uh, this guy, Kurt Schilling, is evidently a former Major League Baseball pitcher. Now he's a conservative radio talk show host. Um, he's in an interview with Milo Yiannopoulos, oh. who's a Breitbart editor. And I guess we should just play this horrifying clip. Here, here's what happened. The election, the election went the way it went for this reason. Uh, the left and liberals took Donald Trump literally and not seriously. And the right and the center took Donald yeah, Trump yeah, seriously yeah. and not literally. And, and, and so yeah, that, the real Atlantic. It's very good. It's very good. And, and yes, and that, that is, yeah, it's not a Kurt Schilling original. <laughs> Nothing really is. But that's, that's, that's that, in a nutshell, that's exactly why we are where we are. And now we have a country full of gigantic pusses, is all I can say, who, who, who need puppies and coloring books and colors. Who needs puppies and coloring books, like at the Hamilton Theater. You need those things there. You've right. got to make sure. Yeah. You know what they should have had was a little puppy and coloring books safe space that they could give to Mike Pence for Mike and say, Pence oh, to have. Oh, feelings yeah. hurt by yeah. somebody. Yeah. I want America to go back to 
you know, it's, it's quite like response to being offended, right? You can either run for a safe space, demand that the person is reprimanded for hate speech, cry, write a column for, you know, for, for the Daily Beast about it, or you can say, you're an asshole, and move on right. with your life. Get right. on with your life. Wait a second. I'm going to say to somebody, you're an asshole, and move on with my life when they're a racist and they're, they're trying to hurt my friends? Yeah, I, you know, let's, let's talk about this for a second, because this, this kind of makes me crazy. There is an idea floating around that you can say any old mean-spirited, hateful shit that you want to say, and the only reasonable response to it, the only response that the alt-right community seems to acknowledge as appropriate is to just get into a pissing match with whoever said it, right? Yeah. So you say something hateful to me, and I say, fuck you, and we just have this great big screaming match into the void, and that's okay. That's how... That's how uh, dialogue should be done, according right. to these guys, right? He just said that, yeah, right? Yeah. You say something shitty, I say you're an asshole, and that's the conversation. Yeah, don't not, write about it, but don't don't yeah. reflect on it. Don't exactly you know, don't do any of those other things that he said. Right. You have to just say you're an asshole and then move on with right. your life. Where they get upset is that when you say some mean spirited, hateful shit to me and I write a column about it. Well, why is that? Well, you were supposed to just yell right back at me. I was yelling at you. You're supposed to yell back at me. Instead, you called me out on it. You called me out on it. Well, you went, you went and told everybody I was an asshole instead of just yelling at me that I was an asshole. Yeah. Or you shut me off. Right. The other one is you shut me off. Right. 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 Yeah. The the, the, the alternative is like, well, I, I fucking did a thing, and then I you said something awful. And then I was like, well, fucking, I don't want to listen to your shit anymore. And I ban you from my Twitter page or whatever. And they get all upset about that, right? And they get all worked up. Like, I've, I've violated their free speech. And sure. all I, I just don't want to hear their shit. Yeah, all I got to do is right? block you. I can block anybody I want on Twitter. Yeah, that's I have not, that power. Yeah, it's not a free, my, it's not free speech. Yeah. Free speech is the government encroaching on your ability to speak, right? Has nothing to do with whether or not I'm interested in having that conversation. Yeah. This is, I think this is the growing pains of... A community that takes place, a community of speech that takes place online that doesn't involve real eye-to-eye human contact, sure. right? Real, genuine human interaction. Absolutely. Nobody says this shit if you're not surrounded by electrons, right? right? Very rarely, right? right? We were talking about the racist earlier. Like, I, racists are all over online, right? Sure, you fucking right. run into a bunch of racists online, but you throw up, uh, hey, everybody, we're going to have a racist convention and only 200 people show up. Exactly. Right? Right. You know... There's a smaller group of people than there is on the online community, and yeah. it's because you're protected by anonymity on the online yeah. community. Possibly, maybe you're not, but you're also protected by distance, right? And and when it happens, the first response from people, I think, in our generation is like you just said, you would never say that to me. There's no way, toe to toe, you're gonna look me in my eye and talk to me like sure. that. I would never. You know why I know that is because it never has happened to me. Yeah, I've made it 38 years of my life. And I've had some really strong disagreements with people, and it's never escalated anywhere near yeah. the point of an online interaction and how fast they escalate to these horrifying name-calling yeah. bullshit. Never happens. What these guys want on the right, right, on the, on the alt-right, on the whole, like, pushback against what they want is they, they want a place, and that place is all places, that they can go and scream as loud as they want. And the only acceptable response from you is to scream back. If you take it's any not, other though. action. It's not, though. 
But it's not. That's not true. Because when fucking Milo Yulinopoulos or whatever the fuck did a f- did did some shows at colleges and people came in and screamed, he got all hissy about it. He got all bitchy about it because people came into his show because it's because that's a human interaction now. Right. It's not the online space. Right. What he, when I say that all they want is to scream at each other, that's what what I mean is online. Yeah. Right? Okay. I'm sorry. Um, I'm no, sorry. No, no. I'm and sorry. I, and I wasn't clear. What they mean is online. Right. So if online, if you call me. You know, like like happened to Eli the other day. Somebody called him a kike, right? Yeah. Somebody called him a fucking kike, and he, and and then they laughed about how that, like later on, they they laughed about yeah. calling a Jewish guy a kike. They never would have said that to him in person. No, God, no. nobody would ever say that to, and they they wouldn't say that to anybody around me in person yeah. or you in person. No, no, I, no, I fucking know it, and you know it, yeah. right? When people are toe to toe, right? And people yell at you. It's a totally different ballgame, right? Yeah. Everything in everything about that interaction is different. It's the online space where they want to have a different set of rules, and those rules are called "Let's all scream into the void." Yeah. Go and right. do something, or achieve something, or be something, rather than trying to make a career out of your own incontinent feelings. <laughs> My goodness. Well, how fucking hypocritical is that, too? Like, I said something shitty. And then I'm, and then, so you say something shitty to me, and I go and write an article, and you're like, get on with your life. Why are you fucking writing it? Or, you know, what I'm responding to your shittiness. You said, you took the time out of your day to be an asshole. Well, to he's me. saying, he's saying, you know, just say something back and be done with it. Yeah. Well, what if I don't want to be done with it? Yeah. Why are, now you're patrolling my speech. Now you're policing my response to you. Tell you what, my response to you, if you say it in person, it's very different. It's very different. Very different. <laughs> well, I'm in a place where I think I'm going to throat punch the next person I hear the word microaggressions from. I, I, I'm so tired. I don't even know what the hell that means. I mean, it, it, the left has, has created, you know, you, you have this urban dictionary, and, 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 and as you grow up, words, you know, Google and all these words that didn't exist. The left has made this entirely new language. What the what? Yeah. Yeah. Words like Google. Yeah. That's a tough word for this guy. Words like Google. Yeah. All of a sudden, as the world has changed, we've introduced new words to match those concepts. That makes me feel old and out of touch. Yeah. (laughs) Talk about fucking crying, you big fucking pussy ass baby. You just can't keep up intellectually. Yeah. And that makes you feel uncomfy. You're super sad, right, bro? You got and your fucking footy pajamas on, and you're stalking around the house, like I don't know what's going on anymore. I mean, I think on some on some level, I agree that you know, like, yeah, some of that stuff is dumb. Like, some of the language that they use is dumb, and and it is, it is trying to demonize the other side by picking out all the tiny little things that's wrong with what they're saying, right? It's language policing. It's all that bad stuff that I don't like. I don't like that stuff. And and it's tone policing. And it's like, that shit is just garbage. And so I'm with you on some of this stuff. You know, I think too that there is a, there is a disconnect between, between an intellectual examination of language and context and subtext and, and an evaluation of things and saying like, hey, you know, if, if you really stop and think about what these words mean or what that costume means or, or whatever, you know, maybe these are things we should have a conversation about, sure. like an intellectual conversation yeah. about, about how and when and why these things are appropriate or if they're inappropriate. But that's not the same thing as saying can or can't. Yeah. Nobody is outlawing these things. These guys, these guys on the, on the other, on, on, on the side that, that Schilling is on, they are acting as if they are being literally policed. They are acting as if 
they are in a position where, you know, you can go out right now and wear blackface. There is literally no law that says you can't do that. No. You well, could go out and yeah. do it. Well, the you law know, is that somebody's going to fucking, that somebody's going to beat the piss out of you hey, if you do it. Look, look, the thing is, though, that that's a social consequence. What they seem to be unable or unwilling to distinguish is that there is a difference between social consequences and legal consequences because they all cry freedom of speech, right? Freedom of speech is a legal construct. It's not a social construct, right? It's nothing to do with other right. people. So, so but, they, but that's the first thing that they're going to cry, and they fucking cry it with their big fucking tears. But they, they, they also seem to push back against intellectual arguments that are made in really small communities you know, if, if I go out on the street right now, I, I could pretty much guarantee this. If I were to walk out on the street right now and I wait for the first hundred people that walk past me and I ask them to tell me what a microaggression is, seven might know. So microaggressions are not something that are policing people's language, right? Nobody knows what they are. It's a small subset. It's a tiny community of people that, that really are part of an intellectual niche community, that, that are looking at things, uh, looking at language and evaluating the subtext of language and looking at, at things like costumes, right? And evaluating the subtext of costuming, uh, just using these things as examples. Sure. This isn't what most people are thinking about. This, isn't, this is not part look of the back, cultural look, awareness look or cultural to, consciousness in a significant way. Look back to the Yale thing, right? And when you had an, an email that came out, the email didn't say you can't dress in blackface. No. It said you should consider not dressing in this stuff. And it didn't the, even say that. It said maybe the university isn't the one who should tell you. Maybe no, you no. Guys. I'm talking about from the university oh, initially. Oh, oh, oh I'm right? sorry. From the I'm university sorry. initially, they about, did not. I, I was getting my information no. from a yik yak. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they, the, the university initially. That was not a. That was not a, a letter saying this is verboten, right? Right. Instead, they were saying these are things you should maybe consider. Here's a couple of things that you could consider on. You know. You know, these some are suggestion. some these are some costumes that you might not want to do, things like that, right? They they pointed to them a Pinterest, a Pinterest page that was like six years old or whatever. <clears throat> anyway, then the other letter comes out and says, you know, maybe we should let the people decide on their own. But all of the both of those things were in the middle ground, right? Nobody right. was saying, you know, that don't don't, and nobody was saying go for it. Instead, they were saying maybe we should just sort of consider, you know, how people think and let them try to figure it out on their own. I think one side was saying that. The other side was like, look, maybe you shouldn't do it. Yeah. Right? Those two things are pretty mild, right? They're both pretty mild responses. Extremely mild, right? man. In comparison to what the world has made it out to be. Yeah. Well, the thing is that most of the world doesn't even know. Yeah. Most of the world has no idea. They don't have any idea these conversations are even happening. If I were to ask my dad, who's Milo Yiannopoulos? Yeah. My dad would he wouldn't even be able to be spell like, it. Well, does he does he own the Greek restaurant? Right, down the exactly. Street? He'd be like, I don't yeah. know, I don't want any of that flaming I, cheese. Yeah, I like that. Stuff. Like, did you pour a little lemon on <laughs> it? It's good. I mean, for real, like it these are like feet. Same thing. I mean, the, the, truthfully, the same shit is true of people like Sam Harris. Exactly. Right? Sam Harris isn't an actual celebrity. No, it's right? Like, yeah, you look He's, at you look at real celebrities right. on Twitter and Kim they have Kardashian like, yeah. curb stomps the shit out of yeah. him in terms of popularity. These are niche celebrities within a niche within a niche within a niche within a community, right? These microaggressions are only issues in micro communities. Yeah. And they, we, they make them out as if these are overarching problems that define our whole national conversations. And they're just not. That is bordering on ebonics for 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 microaggressions oh, and so safe weird. spaces. And it's, it's so – and it is wussified. And here's the thing. 
we went away from a world where being a, a man and taking care and providing for your family or being a woman and being a stay-at-home mom and raising your children has become a, a, a negative. That's just not true. That's just not true. That's just not true. Yeah. I have been, you know, I have been fortunate enough in my life to have a lot of different roles. And I have been the primary breadwinner for most of my life. And I have also been, at parts of my life, the primary caretaker for my kid. And you can serve in both of those functions. Sure. And nobody cares. Nobody cares. Why? That's the thing I don't understand is, like, like in, in my role with my wife, like, people don't know who the primary breadwinner is in our family, right? right. People don't. People don't. I don't fucking You would advert, have to tell people. I would have to go out of my way to tell you. Right. Why would you think I care? I get my not W2 you're a stay on my home, shirt, though. Mom, why would I care whether you're the, fa- the the primary breadwinner? Why can't I just why can't you just keep your business to yourself? I don't care what happens in your home. Right. Like, why is it a big deal that you're saying that that that's a that's a bad thing? I wouldn't even know if you didn't tell me. Yeah. But that, but even if you did tell people, nobody has ever said word one to me about either either role sure. that I've ever had in my life. Yeah. I've held them both simultaneously. I mean, it's nobody's ever said good job, bad job, medium. Nobody says shit about what it. he's mad about. Nobody it, cares. What he's mad about is the fact that people are empowering women to get into the workforce. Yeah, that's what he's mad about. That is what, because he's he mad. has to contend with yeah, women in positions of power he's and authority. Pissed off that somebody said, "Hey, you know what? You don't have to just stay at home. You could go do other stuff." Right. You know, we're talking to Karen Garson. She was like, "Yeah, when I was a kid, there was no examples of people doing anything that were women. I thought I really only had two or three careers that I could go into because right. these are women careers." Well, nowadays. That's not really a thing. Yeah. You look at it and you're like, oh, you know, except for politics, all the rest of it is wide open. Uh, well, listen, all you have to do is you call someone a Bible-toting person in the United States, that is a slam. That's a negative thing. Yeah, it's true. How, it's did, true. We get, how did we get here? Um, how did we it, get here? It's a, sort of in, it's a sort of inversion of values, you know, what the left wants to do, because it wants to tear down um, all of the things that make America wonderful. Freedom, democracy, property rights, capitalism, free expression, all that kind of stuff. Um, I like all, all those, those all those things. I'm pro all that stuff. I'm pro all that stuff too. I like freedom. I like copyright. I like what I don't know why you threw copyright in there. Is there some is there some fight against copywriting that I'm unaware of? <sighs> he might have said free market too in there too, which again is like you know like you, you just don't even know who you're fighting against. You know, it it it, it, it does it by this inver- inversing inverting values. You know, making the things that used to be great and noble and decent and true, whether it is, you know, freedom, Christianity, kindness, you know, the kindness, kindness, like I'm anti-kindness now. Hmm. I didn't know I was anti-kindness. Gosh, I'm not anti-freedom. Oh man. I get I, to, the cool thing about being anti-kindness is I'm going to beat the fuck out of any bum that asks me for money. For <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh man. I'm going to be working on my fucking throwing elbows clinch. from the mountain for Ty no reason. Clinch. I'm working on right? that tie clinch one good knee and you can really take them That's out. It. You know what I mean? Nuclear family, whatever. Um, and demonizing them, ridiculing them, mm. turning them into objects of, of loathing uh, and derision. Again, He's talking about how he's got the big, bad, sad feels right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all he's saying. People are making fun of me, and I don't like it. When I'm making fun of people, they don't take it the way I want them to take it. If you want a partner to just take it, yeah. find a different partner. <laughs> there are plenty of people who will be happy to just take it. And it's very worrying. You know, I think America was, at least until recently, and I think maybe now with, with the election of Trump can be again, um, you know, by far the greatest country in the history of human civilization. By what measure? 
Oh, by I the, love that. I well, love by the that. measure by the measure of that this guy is wealthy and able to speak to a bunch of people who also are very frustrated. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you, know? you got me there. Yeah, yeah you got me um, there. But it is by no means guaranteed that it will always occupy that position. It, but it's by no means guaranteed that it is going to continue to occupy that spot unless, right. you know, these people are beaten back and put back in their you boxes. You have to fight for with, it. You know, it it has to be hard. Back, uh, a little... Little ridicule. That's Eventually, it. it has to be hard. A little ridicule. Yeah, a little ridicule never hurt anybody. Unless, of course, somebody comes into your speech that you're giving and then blows whistles and you get super mad about it. Right. You get super butthurt about it. Well, hey, man, you know, you keep saying, well, all you have to do is just say fuck you and move on. Well, they said fuck you and you didn't move on. Right. Yeah. Well, he's mad in the beginning of, his, in the beginning of that clip. <clears throat> he's mad that America's become wussified. And that when, when people on one side get made fun of or they, something, they hear something they don't like, they write a column in the Daily Beast about it instead of just saying, fuck you. And then he ends that sentence with saying, you can't hardly say anything without being ridiculed anymore. Yeah. And it's like, well, wait a minute. You, what you want is to just scream at people. And then get away with it. And then get away, with, get it. away with it. Well, well you, can't. People, you can't. So that's going to wrap it up for this week. We don't have an email section because we recorded so late last time. You know, we, we hope that you had a great Thanksgiving and uh, and we hope that you enjoyed your holiday. We're hoping to have Dan Errol on. Dan Errol's a blogger and uh, he's on Twitter and he's he's been blogging for a while. Um, we're going to have him on to chat and uh, and we're also hoping in uh, in early December to have Cara Santa Maria on the show as well. So we're looking for a couple of couple of good guests that are coming up and uh, and we hope that uh, that we can also be on David Smalley's broadcastathon coming up if we didn't get disinvited with our last uh, is going to be great with our last little thing if if he can't let us on maybe he'll at least have his stunt voice on there you go that, that can we'll talk. see if we'll, we'll see. see if she's available yeah <laughs> yeah turns out when you write something called you should kill yourself David Smalley doesn't want to read that hmm. out loud huh my yeah. my wife had a problem reading that out loud. <laughs> I know I actually sent her a text message yeah. kind of apologizing yeah. a little bit. Like, I heard you had fun reading yeah. that. She's like, I feel a little afraid of oh, you. Yeah. Well, yeah. She, she was she was reading it at home. And she was covering her face when she was reading it. As if it. she could hide as from the she, words. Yeah, as if she could just lean back and hide from the words. Nobody hides. So, uh, so that's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy healing, water downward spiral, brain dead pan sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. 
All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.